Because he's saying he doesn't doesn't even notice them out there. Um, like, wait, he's has that changed? The, Z, has he's that back changed in the since he came back? Yeah, fuck. Let <laughs> me get back in the lineup. <laughs> another episode of tie my skates podcast the flyers are now five six and one which is a very different record from the three one one from last episode so things took a 180 turn there me personally i'm not as uh worried about this record as maybe some other people would be i, w- I would love to hear you guys thoughts on you know the past couple of weeks of flyers hockey and where we're at now i think for the most part we've been playing pretty well to be honest, I think, you know, it's just some of the scores are like really crooked, really bad. I mean, you know, you can look and dissect at each and every one of the games and look at the bad turnovers. But I think other teams have just been, you know, capitalizing more on their high, high opportunity chances um, than the Flyers. Uh, I think we're lacking a lot of finishing, but I still think we're outchancing opponents in most of these games, despite the losses. I thought we would look fine, look competitive in each and every one of the games like and when we get down early, like we're always like there to fight back in each and in, in most of these games, I will say the LA game is pretty rough, but you know, other than that. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I don't think the way we've played the game has changed at all since the beginning of the season. It's pretty, been very consistent, obviously a couple more losses in these past couple of weeks, but there hasn't really been any like obvious like faults in their game that is that that's changed since the beginning of the year. And you're right. Like LA, that like that's a that's a throwaway game it was a back-to-back as well so like there's the excuse for that one um with i'm our not third really goalie. too worried yeah go ahead was it with our third goalie too right yeah it was with patterson so it, i i chalked that up as a loss peterson. before we even started it's, P- it's peterson. peterson he's not swedish yeah whatever we'll talk about patterson and when later. they when they've lost it's I'm been brand. like fun still they still like they're still getting chances they haven't just like folded like in past years we've seen where they just kind of mail it in. Yeah, it's not like they're two nothing, one nothing losses. Like at least we're giving up a lot of goals, a lot of action. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> always something to always something to see. Always something to get mad about when instead of Some grasping at straw instead of grasping at straw saying, Oh, we lost all the puck battles and we and we down we lost one nothing. No, we just gave five fucking goals. Like it's great. It's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I'm I'm totally with you guys. I, I think that they they do this this guy sneaks into the bumper area, like the high slot, and they do this like quick give and go pass where the guy in the bumper high slot, he can either shoot or pass it back. I think they're doing a really good job supporting each other and like making plays this year rather than just throwing it away. And when they dump it, they dump with a purpose. Like they, they will ram you into the boards. They will steal the puck. I think that young guy, a young guy who's really good at it is Noah Cates. He's everywhere and he gets the puck brings it back to the point. They get a quick shot. Um, and yeah, we're seeing a lot of games where it's just like that one mistake that costs them the game. I mean, they had that Vegas game where they lost it late. Was it the Dallas game? They also lost late. Yeah, Dallas. Overtime. Uh, like, over time. O- over, yeah, overtime. There's a few games where they're playing. Um, Maybe Buffalo, the first t- Buffalo game. First or Buffalo this, game yeah. is crazy. That's like, the they're playing. They call. Yeah, Buffalo. There's a few other games I can't. Uh, think of right now but you're seeing like the teams that are seasoned and uh you know prime for a playoff run like a deep playoff run 
you can see their experience a little more than the Flyers. And I think we're just missing a few pieces, but I think the young guys are really picking it up lately. So it's it's cool to see. There's like there's like opportunities from every angle. Like everyone can like get a good chance and everyone can like kind of be exciting at some point. So it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, a good point, Coots. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, no. Yeah. You wanna go? You go. I'll go. Uh, no, I think that's a good <laughs> no, that's a good point, Coots. I think from aside from like those couple like third period collapses. Like we, we pretty like I think especially in the second period is when we play our best hockey, mm-hmm. um, and we've also gotten off to such better starts. So yeah, I mean, aside from that last good. LA game, the starts have been fantastic. We pretty much jump from the get go, um, on those, and I think a lot of that has to do with getting that fourth line out there early uh, of Paling, Delorier, and uh, and Garnet Hathaway, just establishing the forecheck, establishing the pressure early, and those guys like. Anyone know that they, that they had this type of actual hockey skill <laughs> aside from like good. the four check and hitting? Like they're pretty fucking good. Like it's I it's like pretty it. impressive to watch. But no, I agree with you. I just wanted to echo that that third period collapse mm. is like where you kind of see the difference between all right, maybe we're not quite there yet, and mm. you kind of hope. You know, I know a record right now. DG said at five six and one right now. You hope that sways in one way or another. You hope it doesn't stick like that, or else we could be in be in purgatory again, which we never want to be in. You just always kind of want to lean one way or another. So hopefully we'll see a trend. But like I said, these, these you're, there's always something positive, I think, so far to see from these losses. Go ahead, mm-hmm. DG. I'm sorry. Yeah, no worries. And like, I think one thing to point out, the difference between this year's team and like last year's team uh, comes with the two Sabres games that we played. We, we ended up losing that first game at home. You know, it, it sucked to lose at home, but then we go oh, yeah, out. I played them too. Five, exactly two. exactly it was like 40 shots to like 15 or something like something's crazy. <laughs> crazy um but then you know we don't hang our heads low we come back against buffalo in buffalo and we like give it to them we could have just went oh and two against buffalo in three days but instead make some slight adjustments keep playing that hard-nosed hockey that towards makes these guys play and we end up winning the game what was it five to two or something like that five one yeah, it was a very easy victory. It was a great victory, honestly. Obviously, the next day against LA wasn't as good, but like like I said it's earlier, tough, tough travel schedule. You're playing a beefy yeah. team from out west that could make a cup run. You know, yes, back to back games. You have essentially your fourth string goaltender playing in that game. I know he didn't necessarily play horrible, um, but he you know he could have made an extra save or two. But we still got to score to win that game, so it really doesn't yeah, matter at the end of the day. Um, yeah, but we like we we want them to lose right now, but they're losing in entertaining fashion. Yeah, <laughs> we want them to good. lose, but I like well, more, said, than fi- more than five goals was scored in each of the past three games, or five or more. Right, you know, so, DG. Like, I, I hear action, I, I hear you, DG. I hear you not wanting to lose necessarily, but like yeah. I was like in the same way before this, this is call, the year that or before I'm lose. sorry, not before this call, before this recording. But we need to lose because there are so many high-end defensemen at the top of next year's draft, along with Celebrini and Iserman. Like those yeah. are the two forwards. But like I was like on your on your side there, but then I saw the standings. I'm just like the Metro is so fucking good. It's like we're not. We need, not a, we need a top five pick. The Metro is so good. Top five. It's like we don't I mean, a chance. That's fair. <laughs> From a fucking team building standpoint, yeah, we have to lose games, but I'm not. I physically will not allow myself to root for them to lose. It won't happen. I'm not going to root for them to lose, but I'm okay <laughs> with them losing if it's like entertaining. If it's a fun game, the the games that I hate them losing is that the game fucking goes on forever, and then they lose by like fucking one goal at the end, 
or they just like collapse and look terrible and it's like not entertaining. I'm like, I pissed. I fucking had to watch that whole game. Yeah. Now, I mean, like, let's put at it, least this was a fun let's, game. That's like, coots. yeah, let's put this in perspective. It's like, yeah, go ahead. Like, dude. Yeah, it's like, no, because I know we're going to get to it in a second, but it's like, we rather lose the way that we're doing so as opposed to playing like as the sharks. <laughs> so we'll <see laughs> they're actually so bad. Enough. It's kind of entertaining though, Don't. too. I want to lose ten to two or ten to one. Um, all right, or nine let, to let, three. Yeah, <laughs> let's move on though. So one of the things that's happened in the past two weeks is Morgan Frost has gotten back into the lineup. No longer scratched uh, since he's been inserted. He has not been scratched again. I would love to hear you guys' thoughts on his play. Uh, just it's only been a handful of games, but I, I think he has shown that he belongs to be on this team. I I think. He's kind of good. I don't know. I think he's good. <laughs> I think he's good too, Coots. I, I agree. I, with I you. think I think he's making plays out there and and I don't know. He's got speed and I, I think there's some chances that they could have buried where he could get that assist, that primary, but I don't know. I, I'm not I'm I'm totally okay with either side of the frost argument. Like if, if people are like, you know, there's some people that are like, oh, he's like twenty approaching twenty five. And he's and we're still kind of like talking about his future. Like I, I'm kind of with that side too a little bit, but I don't know. I think it, with him in the lineup, we're a little better. I no, I agree with you, Coots. I mean, I I just I I'm not okay with both sides, Arian, because I think if you actually physically watch the game instead of the box score, you can see the impact he's making and the plays he's making and creating. Yeah, he's always like he's been creating so much opportunity. I think for the guys on his line, it's just the lack of finishing. Uh, and it's especially with like a guy like Tyson Forster, who also seems to be snake bitten right now, and Owen Tippett, who's snake bitten right now. I'd say those three are mm-hmm. not producing as well as one would have expected so far. And if one were to look at just the box score, then I could see that being the issue. But if you actually look at the way they're playing, like their pucks moving well, obviously you mm-hmm. see some disconnect with a lot of the pass in the offensive zone. But I think that's entirely just our offense too. So I think everyone's like kind of struggling in that aspect. I'm but, surprised. No, I like. The- the frost train a little bit you you always expect me to be like the <laughs> pessimistic guy it's like i've been more optimistic than i think z has recently so it's like yeah z's saying he doesn't doesn't even notice him out there i'm like wait he's has that changed z has that changed since he came back yeah fuck <laughs> he came back in the lineup. <laughs> but no it's, johnny he's gotta start go. he's gotta start like happening for him at some like it's sparks gotta ignite or else like I can see him playing I mean, well on another well, team. Well, dude, the if amount- you're gonna poke at him, then do the same for Forster and no, Tippett, I know they're not I producing know. either. I mean, I playing well, it's got though. six points in like what eleven games. That's not awesome, but it. I mean, no, Forster's I mean, got. Tippett, don't get me wrong. Tippett's Forster's got to fucking score off. goals too. Like he's got to start scoring goals. That's all we need him to do. Yeah, I don't want to see him fucking passing it. Like just rip it every fucking time they pass <laughs> you the puck. Like, yeah, like tip it, tip it, tip it will fire the puck at the net and you'll like hit the glass or a shin pad yeah. like 90% of the time. But he hit the he's post, firing it. Yeah, I think yeah, it was to make it not a shot on I goal. Didn't, dude, I didn't love putting them on the, all in the same line in that terrible, game. terrible. I hated that. They're all cold. Like, you want to put put frost, you want frost to succeed, put him with connecting. Well, he is. Um, and that's he was something playing I actually... with Forrester and and no, uh, he was playing with Konechny and Forrester. I thought he was playing with even, I think, part said it. I think Konechny was saying he wasn't finishing some of Frost's, like, prime okay, I might have started scoring chances. Later, yeah, but the thing with that is, it's like, 
TK's got nine goals. Like he he's finishing. He's, he's so top the lead in goals. He's so good. Um, so good. But I think I saw. Today, I can't believe you didn't pick him as your guy. You're such TK, a weirdo. Yeah, yeah, biggest I mean, overlooked. Dude. Don't I have to like change things up a little bit? I picked Frost what? as my guy. That's why I'm on the Fair. Frost train. But, but also, yeah. also, guys, quickly before our listeners start to kill us, so quickly, Owens Tippett, two two goals, four assists, six points in twelve games. Uh, Tyson Forrester, eleven games played, only two assists, zero goals, and Morgan Frost, six games played, no goals, no assists. Just quickly just getting that out there since we talked. So no much. points for Morgan Frost. It's but like Mor- Morgan Frost is how many be games in the lineup? Frost five, six, six. six. going to be in the lineup as long as Coots is injured because we just need centers. Morgan Frost yeah. is going to be in the lineup even when Coots gets back. I guarantee it. I, I, I can see him getting I scratched. Honestly, I honestly think Frost is good. Trade That'd be bait. terrible if he scratched him again, dude. That's some <laughs> such the wrong message. He's playing well. People are not yeah. seeing him. Yep, he he's. You're right, Johnny. He's playing well and he's creating these like high like chance opportunities. And like in the NHL, when you're creating that many chances per game and people aren't finishing, eventually it's going to start. Like people are going to start to finish and those points are going to pile up. So I think if Frost continues to play at the pace that he is right now, within the next week or two, maybe by the time we record in a couple start weeks. Falling. Yeah, exactly. I, I, you know, how many games do we have in the next two weeks? 14, like maybe like seven games in the next two weeks, something like that. Yeah. Game it rather day. Night. It's point night tomorrow night, too. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow night's point night. That's when he, remember Arizona or, or, last year, he put up like five points in both games against them. <laughs> So who knows? Or are we gonna be the team that uh that the sharks beat? <laughs> we definitely dudes, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get to that. <laughs> but to move away from Morgan Frost, let's talk about some of the other guys and, and notable uh items here. One thing we wanted to bring up just for fun was Garnet Hathaway's absolute demolishing of Dylan Cousins um last week. I enjoyed that. And it was so a man fighting a kid, basically. It was yeah. so exciting to watch. That's what that's the thing I miss <laughs> so much about this fucking team. Delorier brought Man. a little last year. Now we have him and Hathaway, and they're both actually playing good hockey too. It's on awesome. top of the physicality. It's like, what more could you ask for out of your fourth he line? He scored that game Those too, are, right? It's crazy. He scored I think that he game did, too, yeah. Right? He yeah, he got Hathaway. a goal on I think on the back, back door. door. On the back door, yeah. Pass yeah. from your guy, yeah. Paling, I think. Yeah. I like Paling. Yes, sir. Delorier the behind the line. net to Paling. <laughs> The thing about Hathaway is that he is such a piece of shit. And like, if you're a fan of any of the other 31 teams, you absolutely fucking hate him. But yeah, because he's on the Flyers, we love him because he's. Really I remember when he was on the Capitals. We yeah, him. yeah, when he was yeah, on the Capitals, we hated him. I didn't realize before you know he got to the team. He's pretty fast. Like he he gets he gets about around there and buzzes, and he's got a pretty good shot too when he gets it off. But yeah, I like that fourth line. No complaints there. Put yeah, him on the power play when we're struggling. I don't know. Seriously, about that. Give him, let him put him in a Dude. Sean Avery role. <laughs> I think uh, Torts gave him Torts gave him power play time one game, and because uh, we were winning by a lot. Yeah, it was the Brink Brink almost hat trick game. For who was yeah. that against? I, anyway, but they they looked good. I mean, they were getting shots from the net, grinding, <laughs> or shots yeah. from the point, getting it to the net. You know. Something has to change with that power play, but we we will yeah, discuss sure. the power play again coming up here yeah. soon. But let's let's talk about some injuries here. We got quite a handful of injury news uh, to start. To start, Carter Hart and Sean Couturier, both on the injured list. Uh, as of now, I believe they are on the West Coast trip, which is weirdly happening not during Christmas this year. 
Um, well, they're going on another West Coast trip during Christmas. They're doing the Pacific. Yeah, fuck you, Disney on they're, ice. They're, I mean, like, they're doing uh, <laughs> Edmonton, Edmonton, Vancouver, Calgary. Doing that's that why we that coots. That's why we have a West Coast. <laughs> no, but you're right. It usually is Disney like on the, ice. The, the California West trip. I hear you. It usually is the California <laughs> trip that's during Disney on ice, though. Fuck you, Milana. <laughs> they changed that shit up. Yeah, but I mean, Hawaiian roller coaster ride. <laughs> Dude. That was a banger of a song. Alex is too young for that. <laughs> yeah, that one was a little too much. <laughs> um, but both players day to day. Um, I'm assuming at some point we'll see both Coots and Hart on this upcoming road trip. So not, you know, nothing too scary or anything to worry about there. Uh, but another couple of players as well, Felix Sandstrom got hurt in his conditioning stint. With the uh, Lehigh Phantoms or Lehigh Valley have, Phantoms, how's he been doing down there? I haven't looked at his stats. He's been hurt. I don't oh, think he really time? got to play because he, he got hurt yet. right away. Okay, <laughs> they start a little later, I guess. Right? Uh, I don't know. Don't follow the <laughs> AHL too much to know that stuff. But probably the biggest injury news of this bunch is Rasmus Ristolainen, who was recently put on long-term injured reserve which basically means that we're not going to see him play for a, a decent amount of time. Um, I, I'm I'm curious to hear your guys' opinions on how this is going to affect the team and, and where we're all at here, Johnny. Oh, uh, yeah, quickly. So Felix Sandstrom has played two games this year. His goals against average is 3.68. His save percentage is 8.57. <laughs> oh, my God, man. <laughs> I can't catch a break. <laughs> um, but no, I guess in, in terms of Risto, I mean, it's – I mean, I'd rather see, obviously, Risto than Louis Delpedio. Delpedio. Belpedio out there. I mean, I don't think he's looked bad, but, like, you want to see some guys of some more significance there. I was, dude, I was just about to say, where the fuck's Ronnie Adder? Like, this is ridiculous. Like, he's, he hey. played well at the end of last year. He's in the Phantoms now. It's like, I, I like I think I saw, like, a report, like, maybe from, like, a week or two ago where it's like, yeah, Torts isn't liking how Adder has been starting in the AHL. Like he like with his performance wise, um. But then again, like I don't, I wasn't too impressed with a guy like Emil Andre either. Like when he was up here, so who knows? But yeah, Risto. Like you want you want to see him just because you want to try to trade him at some point, eat half that salary, trade him two point five mil, whatever it is. So you know he's better in congrats the lineup to, than out of it. Congrats to Louis on his first goal, though. Louis, Louis, yeah. Do you got any thoughts on uh, on Risto? Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I don't really care. I want this team to lose. <laughs> We're supposed to lose. Fair I was excited to see him start the, start the season after like finishing last season pretty good. You know, first year retorts. I thought he was going to be our um, number one dig. <laughs> I didn't expect Sandow to be this good. <laughs> my guy, really my not. guy. Sandow has had some. He's been good, but he still has some weird like turnover things going on. He's been getting a shit ton of, and minutes. he likes to fall a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like a fucking a too. <laughs> I do like that he's here. getting the rhythm though, getting in the the minutes. Sometimes yeah, Coots, that that's your player. guy, dude. Yeah, he also no, has. I, I think he's overall been playing good, but he'll do these like weird, like chip plays where he turns it over. Like I don't know, he like tries to chip it low, but it gets turned over, and or he tries to do an like, extra move. He, he had a he had a turnover in the corner too that led to a goal like kind of the Drew stick lift in uh, yeah. the other night 
Yeah, yeah, it was the Jersey. LA game. Jesus. It was he that had was another terrible. one like that in the LA game. I think it was the LA game. Yeah, but, but it was already like four nothing at that point. It, so yeah, I know. I know. But I think about to say, DJ. No, I think that comes with Sandheim's territory. I think he's still gonna, you know, cough off the puck on occasion. But I think other than that, he's been playing a fuck ton of minutes. He's been yeah. vastly improved from years past. He looks stronger. I'm pretty sure that uh that new NHL stats thing that they got going on, he has one of the hardest shots in the league so far this year, which is wild. So <laughs> that those extra pounds came with some power, yeah. apparently. Sandheim twenty five minutes forty six average ice time. A lot, dude. He's still look. He's two twenty, but he still looks so skinny. Like I feel like he could be two fifty, and he wouldn't even be able to tell. Yeah, it's all in the legs for hockey players, honestly. Yeah, that's true too. But uh, enough, enough with the injury talk. I, I don't think anything really stands out there. We're gonna get Coots and Hart back shortly. Sandstrom's whatever, and Risto gives opportunities for other players. Um, but let's let's talk about something fun here. We got the San Jose Sharks coming up. The day this podcast releases, I would love to discuss amongst the boys how we think that game's going to go. Um, and I know for a fact that we got people on opposite sides of the spectrum here. So who wants to go first? We're losing this fucking game. Like, <laughs> like I don't know how you guys can. I don't know how you guys can think otherwise. Like we're losing this game in some fat. It's going to happen in horrific fashion. It's going to happen probably in the last five minutes of the game off a bad bounce. And that's just how it's going to be. And we all have to accept that. And the quicker we come to terms with it, the better, the easier we'll get through. So, I mean, we're losing. Like, the Sharks are 0 10 and 1 to start the I think year. they're 0 11 and 1, right? No, 0 10 and 1. 0 10 and 1. Be 0, 11 1. Uh, 11 games played. Okay. Um, and I think. You're right, Johnny. The old Flyers would win this game, but it is a new era of orange. <laughs> you mean lose? You, you mean lose? They what about? Yeah. <laughs> they would lose the game. You're right. I feel like the old Flyers would lose it. Remember the Arizona Coyotes? They were like, we don't oh, win shit. They were like, oh, eight and two or something like that. Buffalo. The yeah, they were Buffalo on a terrible on, streak. Yeah. Buffalo went on like yeah. an 18 game losing streak and, and beat and us. Then we, and then beat, yeah. <laughs> no, I I think we're gonna win this game. DJ, I want you to bet this parlay. We got Frost recorded records a point. Tippett Ooh. and Forrester both score a goal. I saw that cheeky can smile I, on DJ. And the Flyers win by four. No, wait, can minus I four and a half? Can I? <laughs> can I bet That'll on be something? Can I? Can we check if there's a San Jose rookie that hasn't scored his first NHL goal oh, yet? Because it's happening. Hell yeah. Wow. <laughs> or it's happening today. It's happening today. And wait, whoever's so. playing goal, have I ever heard of them before? Because it's, if I haven't gonna, heard of them, it's going to be Mackenzie Blackwood, probably. He's going to have a shutout. Shutout. Shut out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's another one. There was a guy on like the Senators. It was his first game. <laughs> shutout versus Cam Talbot. Shutout. <laughs> Dude, Cam Talbot Cam is Marty Yeah, Bird former flyer. Every time net? he plays us. No, okay. I, no, I am on the Z train here. There is no shot in hell. The Flyers lose this game. The old Flyer last year and the year before, we would lose this game a few years 100 before. out of 100 times. This I, I'm, year, I'm though, even though we're five, six, and one, we've slipped the past two weeks. This team is completely different. We play hard. I just don't think there is a chance that John Tortorella lets us lose this game. If we go down early, Torts is just going to fucking ream out the entire bench. I mean, there's just no chance we lose this game. 
I I'd put yeah, you my entire life savings on it. <laughs> I would honestly bet. I saw the other day someone bet like minus six and a half for the Penguins, and it was like plus a thousand seven hundred, so a hundred bucks to win like a thousand seven hundred dollars, which is fucking insane. But San Jose is so goddamn bad that there's no chance. I'm sorry, there's no chance if they're gonna lose to anybody or beat anybody. I would say Edmonton, because that would be fucking hilarious if the Oilers lost to them and gave them their first win. And then other than that, they have the Blues coming up as well, and they're fucking atrocious. So there, yeah, there's their bad. chances right there. Even Pittsburgh, I thought Pitts. I think Pittsburgh fucking stinks. They beat them ten to one. So, Hoots thoughts? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I think they win. I think we're. I think we're seeing rolling them. I new will era, bet. New era. I. I promise. Am I the only one who thinks that the Flyers are going to lose? Alex, do you? Alex. No, I think we win this game. I think the only way we lose this God game. Damn it! <laughs> Sorry, but I think the only way we lose this game is if we go back to the old, like not the exciting loss that we've had the past few. Like, yeah, if we if if it's an exciting game, Flyers trample them. Well, who's in that for it's us? True. I'm curious. Who's in it's that? It's going for to us? be Urson. Peterson. Oh, no, is it? Yeah, I would much uh, rather have Urson than than yeah, one hundred percent. Um, I promise you guys. I will bet the Flyers minus one and a half because I think that's like plus 140 right now, which is insane that it's plus money. Um, minus one and a half, and I will bet a pair with a Morgan Frost point. I'll do that. Bet 500 on it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mr. Confident over there. I, I bet $300 on the Eagles yesterday, and I almost lost, so I can't go through that pain again. <laughs> <laughs> but you won. It would be horrible. Anything else on the no. the sharks and flyers? No, All right, let's let's move game. on. Yeah, it should be a good game. Hopefully, let's move on. One last flyers topic before we get into prospect corner. We're going to talk about the power play again. I know we talked about it last week, but uh, it just continues to stink. So we have to talk about it again. Z, I'm sure you have some words for this because you just get real pissed off about our power play. Dude, they are just so bad. Everyone just stands <laughs> still and they just pass the puck around the fucking perimeter. They're they don't move, they don't cause anything. There's no shooting threat. Like no one's in a one-time position. And it's just like like TK's the only person you have to guard on our fucking power play. Cause he takes some like sneaky shots. But no one else is doing anything. They also put Tippett and Forrester on the same power play line when yeah, I, I don't think want them ever they obviously need to split them up why is Tippett not on the first power play he's our yeah, best shooter it's ridiculous <laughs> and the king's game at the end they had like how many fucking power plays do they have in that game a lot but it doesn't matter we are third worst in the league four power play goals scored on 41 power plays three percent yeah i mean that Sorry, goes nine, to, nine, that's nine basically percent. why our record slipped. You know, power, like special teams are the difference. And yeah, our PK is like decent. I don't think our PK is incredible, but like we threatened to score while we're on the power play. So we PK have that fun. edge. Power play, yeah, you yeah. need to score one power play goal a game, especially when you have five opportunities. Getting that one power play goal a game makes such a difference. Greatly increases your percentage chance of winning the game. 
Yeah, no, I mean to that same to that same court. It's like whenever like they're passing, I can't like how is it so bad? They try to literally pass through the box and it literally none of them ever connect. It is the most infuriating thing ever. And (laughs) yeah, and and Z to your point too, it's like when you watch other teams' power plays, you watch the best power plays in the league. Look at Edmonton, look at Toronto, look at Colorado. It's like Vancouver, well, now not regularly, but okay. They're like top three in the league right now. Power play. But top four. Yeah. But like if you see like their their power play, they have so much movement for guys that don't have the puck on their stick. They have guys rotating in and out of positions. They have guys literally confusion. It's It's literally causing confusion. They have guys like taking places of each other like constantly. It's like swapping spots, handing off the puck at the point. It's like we don't have that. We're just literally so stationary. No creativity. Everyone's in standstill. Everything's gridlock. It makes it so easy Dude, to defend. Look at the way Carolina was able so easily to like defend us, because like they literally were just like, okay, like these guys so aren't moving the puck. These guys are holding the puck way too long. It's they don't respect us either. The most, Dude, the most it's like they don't have so a they... strategy when they go out there. It's like they're just. It's like he just says, "Go out there and just figure it out, guys. Just improvise." They don't know yeah, like but... where each other are going to be. None of the passes are crisp. It's like they never play together. The power play lines have also been rotating like aggressively. There hasn't been like a consistent like first line. I don't think once. It's always different. And Z, you said it earlier. Like, I think they pass it around fine, but they're all staying in the spots that they started in, and they're just passing to the open guy because there's only four guys on the other team. It's very easy to Mm -hmm. find the open player on the boards when you have two options and there's only one guy coming at you. Yeah, but then they're they not taking a shot. Like getting blocked. <laughs> yeah, they they try to get that Sandheim shot from the point one timer. I mean, it's a good idea, but it doesn't work that barely well. gets through. Their their entries are awful too. Oh, like getting true. in the zone. Like like I I don't know what the hell they're doing. They're just I think just teams don't really respect their skill that much right now. So they're attacking every chance they get. Anybody who gets the puck, they're attacking. So it's been tough there, and also. It. Yeah, dumping it. Like, I mean, they're doing better retrieving after dumps, but uh, it's still like they they need to have a guy to carry it in and really just set it up and slow things down. And they're they're missing that right now. Also, another thing, the other night they had PK or uh, TK on his strong side. Like, you're not a threat from there. Yeah. In the NHL, you need to be on your off wing. I think TK is better if they put him kind of down low, down low a little bit. Yeah, like little like. Or or in the by center, the like high slot, yeah, yeah, like somewhere by the net, and have. I like the bumper truck. spot for TK. Yeah, a it's lot. a good spot, and they don't have um like Tippett on his off wing. They're not like finding him that Makes much. No I feel sense. like I feel like they need to just feed him. I, I think I know who they need to put out there. It's just a matter of doing it successfully. I think who's your, who's your line. You got five guys, so you're going to put Sandheim or York at the point. I don't really care which one it is. Let's go with Sandheim because he's clearly the number one defenseman on the team right now. Let's put Bobby Brink out there on the on the Daru side. Let's put TK down low, who like comes like down low where you can pass it back and forth with Brink. Let's put like Frost the on the fa- let's put Frost on the far side. And Tippett also in there, where Brink and Tippett can kind of alternate. I said Tippett on the half board. I mean, I said Brink on the half boards, but I think Tippett with Brink down low and TK in the bumper position. That would be nice. It's probably I feel Brink like Brink behind the net is nice. Yeah, I, that's like the Danny Briere spot, basically. Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I like the behind the net spot for for either him or TK. I but they they're really missing that like, um, that not so pretty player like Knubel in the front of the net. Like they're Simmer. missing that. Yeah, Simmons, Forster John could McClare. do that. I think Forster could. You think Forster? Maybe Cakes could do that. Like you never know. But like you just need kind of a bigger body in front of the net, Couturier. even if they're not as skilled. At, yeah, yeah Katuria could do that. Yeah. You put Katuria in there. Actually, he is pretty good at that. It's a good point. You know, um, we need. We mentioned it face offs too. That too, dude. Fuck. <laughs> since Giroux left and it's... that Coots is out. But uh, what we really need, mentioned it earlier, fucking just call fucking Ronnie Addard up, put him at the top of the point. He's got a fucking bomb. <laughs> He's got a piss missile. Like, Belpedio's been okay. Like, I guess the only reason being the, that Torso doesn't like uh, Adder's start, but like, now would be the time to fucking, or like, soon would be the time to fucking call him up. Power play sucks. He has a fucking bomb shot and just play him on the third line and the, and the second power play or the first power play. Wait, sorry. This just reminded me of something too. And I know we didn't mention it. I know we already talked like briefly defensemen, like some off topic. Sean Walker, dude, he's how big of a fucking surprise has he been? Maybe throw oh. him out there, dude. He motors. That guy's yeah. fucking creative. He can, he's not, he, like he's a, a good two way guy. He, he scored like not, two not nice huge, goals, but he's not like a huge shot threat. Right. And you don't, so yeah, I guess to the point, you need a big, Guy that are a big shot from the top of the umbrella, but like still, it's like he I'm, he might be he's a good skater. I don't know. They he make more movement, but, more creativity in the offensive zone. They make nothing but uh great players out of the OJ. It's just it's a league of choice. <laughs> but if you have if you have a big shot threat at the point, if you have Tiffet on on the half boards, that like opens him up more. If there's a threat from the point too, you know they're not always in his shot lanes, and then passing it back and forth around actually works. Yeah, and if if you put Frost on the other side, opposite of Tippett, and kind of focus it on Frost's yeah. side and kind of let them control it over there, they're going to be able to create plays and to bring push it over that. to Tippett to, to, you know, not to rhyme, but for Tippett to rip it. So if you, fo- if you focus the power point on one side of the ice with Tippett on the other side, you're going to be able to create <laughs> well, space for him to well, get shots. What do we know? Yeah, we what do we know? We don't coach the power just, play. We're just fucking washed up podcasters, basically. <laughs> but one guy that can vastly help improve oh power play we're going to move into prospect corner Ooh. now is cutter gotier who I when he it. arrives i the power play will be fixed he is he is the glue that'll fix this power play right now he's played eight games eight goals two assists playing on a stacked boston college team Every single highlight I have seen from him so far this year is NHL worthy. It's unbelievable how good this guy's got an NHL shot. Yeah, for sure. It's fucking awesome. Um, Where are you guys at with Cutter? I mean, I I know we're all very high on him and just awaiting his presence, but. He's a real deal. I mean, there's no fans or bucks about it. And, And the cool thing is about it is it's so hard to score goals in NCAA. Because it's so um, system based, uh, they they everyone's on you. You you have so many grinders on the third and fourth line that just like attack you from everywhere. Like he really has some great skill, and he's making these guys like look like little boys. Even though he's what is he, is he nineteen right now? He's going against like a lot of these guys have teams with 20, 22, 23, 24 year olds, and even twenty five because of the COVID year. It, it, there's still people that redshirted that as overagers. So he. He's making men like look like little boys. 
that's cool to see. Hell yeah, dude. I want a fucking sniper on our fucking team. Are you kidding me? It's what I've been waiting <laughs> for forever. Yeah, I don't know. I, like, I think as soon as he comes to the league, like, like we haven't had a score like that since, like, Gagne, Carter. What do we got? Yeah. Like, the ridiculous shot. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he'll, he'll, like, depending on what TK does this year, and he's off to a great start, I mean, Cutter could be the next 40 goal scorer for us if TK doesn't get there already. But you got to see you know, him. That's see him playing the big leagues first. That TK's on Yeah, pace no, that's, like, that's your stick. Seven. See, and I appreciate you sticking with <laughs> TK got 70, like, Salani. <laughs> He's on pace. I mean, he keeps this up. He's gonna get there. <laughs> I really like TK, man. I mean, we don't have to go into that, but I mean, he's, he's best who, who doesn't like TK? I mean, hey, he's doing I mean, great. I could talk about him all day. Oh, we <laughs> know you can. We see. We don't shot. have to. Yeah, you really yeah, think about him all day. <laughs> we don't have to talk about him though. Other than Cutter Gautier, we got a couple other prospects. We wanted to glance over here. The obvious, Matvey Mitchkov. Have you continue. heard about him? Yeah, have you ever heard about about that guy? Is before? he good? I want to reiterate the fact that I didn't realize this, but the KHL they don't like if you shoot it off the pad, and and you're the second assist, or if you just get like shoot it off the pad, you don't get the assist for that. Like like they don't really count second assists that much unless you're a direct pass. So him to have you can go through the stats. Yeah, he's got nine goals, nine assists in nineteen games. So are you yeah. saying he should have like? He could probably he could probably have more. Like they don't count that second assist unless it's directly a pass. That's weird. So they're counting it as a shot. Like if it's a rebound, it's a shot. And I don't even know. I don't even know about the first. The first guy get. I know this. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know about that. But I know that they're weird with the second assist there. So it's pretty cool. Either way, without those additional points, he's still putting up a point per game in a. You said the NCAA's has some men in it. This yeah. is the real men's league. Like, there's fucking yep. thirty year olds in this league playing, and he's oh yeah, eighteen years old, making them look silly out there, putting up better numbers than any Russian you've ever heard of at Malkin. that second year. Balkan, Pavel Beray for for the old school cats, Pavel Beray. Who's who's first? Not saying he's off. better than them, but he's outpacing them at this yes. point in his career. Than they did there. No, I'll say it. He's better That's than unbelievable. Them. He's Ovechkin. better. Shut up. But wait, wait, what are you guys more excited for? Godier's first game or Mitchkov's as a flyer? Probably Mitchkov's. Mitchkov's. Because we're going to see Cutter at the end of the year. We're not going to see Mitchkov for a bit. (laughs) Uh, While we're making Uh, a playoff run? Maybe. They're going to call him up for a playoff run? Playoff? (laughs) Call him up after the tournament. (laughs) Or the season's (laughs) over. Yeah, right after the Frozen Four, when they win it, he hosts the trophy. Is he the captain? No. Cutter? No. No, I don't know who is, but I know he's not. <laughs> I think he has the A or one of them. But yeah, definitely Mitch Koff over Cutter, but obviously excited for both guys. So, I mean, Cutter at the end of the year is going to be awesome. Hopefully at that point, we're trending towards not being a playoff team and we can just give him a ton of ice time and see where he's at. But one last guy we should talk about before getting to around the league the Italian stallion, Massimo Rizzo, who plays for the University of Denver, right down the street from myself. Currently has played eight games, five goals, 12 assists. So he's he's got two points per game right now in college, which is wild. I don't know if, I don't know if you guys remember, 
But I, I mentioned his name. I was like, he's kind of like sneaky good. And and one of you guys, one of you motherfuckers were like, I haven't heard that. And we kind of moved on quick. Because what was the deal? What, what was the deal we uh, had him in? Uh, it was last year we got him, right? No, we got him. He was. We tried to get him as a part of a Tony D deal this like earlier this this uh-huh. off season, and then and the deal didn't materialize. So we just gave away Tony D for free. He signed with Carolina, and we got Rizzo from like a not like a we traded like a fifth or sixth, I think for for Rizzo. Okay, but like okay. Danny B was very yeah. persistent in wanting to get him, like very persistent in wanting to trade for him. So I mean, clearly he saw something. We traded. Yeah. We traded. And also, a, Coots- a twenty twenty a twenty twenty five fifth round pick. And the rights to David Kasha. <laughs> we still had we still had him. <laughs> what? Baby, whatever he was like, baby Voracek or something. Crazy, I forgot. But yeah, no, Coots. I, that's also the thing you said. I, that sounds like something I would say, but I don't remember saying that about Rizzo it, I initially. It, I it, it sounds like you. something I'd say. Yeah, it you're like, like yeah, I haven't heard of that, but or I haven't heard that. I think it was either me or Z. It was either me or Z. Probably one of those. <laughs> yep that's me um who was the guy that we got uh who was like 24 years old out of college that lit it up uh recently but he never made it with with us really he was kind of an ahl guy hayden hodgson um okay (laughs) (laughs) cooper marodi (laughs) no no oh my god it's gonna bug me but anyway i'm i'm just my only thing is i'm i'm hoping it doesn't turn out like that the hell is his name could you like mike vecchioni Vecchioni, there we go. Vecchioni, that's good call. It, yeah. Good call, because he he put up like crazy numbers too his last year. He's with Ghost, right at Union. He, yeah, he's yeah. with Ghost Boys. You gotta, yeah, you gotta be careful sometimes with these twenty-four-year-olds that come out of college. Maybe they're not as good as we think, but yeah. I, I think he's good. No, yeah, I I think I agree with you there, Coots. I mean, obviously with Cutter and Mitchkoff, like we know they're gonna be good. Like we just yeah. know. But yeah. with a guy like Rizzo, you really need to temper your expectations. Yeah, he's playing really good in the NCAA, but when he's playing in the NHL, it's going to be a completely different story. And yeah. there's been plenty of names that have lit up college and came to the NHL and did nothing. Yeah. So yeah, of course. At least for now, be happy that there's some promise. But for don't be don't don't be surprised if nothing comes of it. That's all yeah. I'll say. I like the pickup though. I think it's interesting for sure. Fifth round pick, it's nothing. Yeah, why not? And the right to um, Kasha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gotta miss right. him. He's playing in Europe. Enjoy him. Probably in Czech league. Around the league. Last week, uh, we talked about a couple of teams, and we're going to talk about a couple new teams here today. We already glanced over them a little bit when we talked about the upcoming game, but let's start with the San Jose Sharks, who might be the worst team in NHL (laughs) history. Um, And that's not an over-exaggeration. They just might be. Uh, (laughs) I I don't know. Like, What are your thoughts? I don't even think they're tanking. I think they're so bad. But like, are they purposely bad that they like are just icing a terrible team? Well, they don't have any good players to ice, Hurdle. so they're they're tanking. But Hurdle's their only good player, and they locked them up. That LeBanc guy used to be good too. Who? I don't know what happened to him this year. Kevin LeBanc. Uh, yeah, like, he was good. He had like, few, like, he's had a couple. He's still young, years. but yeah, I don't know what happened LeBanc. this year. The Le- LeBanc, LeBanc. 
I played. I mean, a, I think he's like a Jersey back. guy, New York City guy, because I think I played against him growing up. But anyway, what are you gonna say? No, I was saying. I mean, they have a couple of young guys in the lineup that's like kind of promised. I mean, like because they drafted yeah, Will Carlson. Smith last year in the draft. Um. Yeah, they have no more Carlson. Like, yeah, they have no more. No more call. He got traded to the Penguins, but yeah, Luke Couture, but he's injured. Yeah. No, they have and old. They have, yeah, they have Thomas Bordalo, who's young. They have William Eklund, who's young. Aside from that, like, he's a certain of Zetterlin's right decent, but he's on probably their defense. I think they have a six. Russian. They have a. I thought they have a decent like Russian prospect too. Who's on their defense? They have, um, they have what's Mark Edward Vlasic, Mario Ferraro, <laughs> dude. I can't believe he's still in the league. Vlasic, Vlasic is still be, there. That's impressive. Bro, he used best to be the defensive best defenseman, defenseman. Defensive defenseman yep. for like eight years straight. I swear to God. Was, yeah, dude, he was on. He was on. He was on Hockey Canada for in the Olympics during that stack yeah, yeah. gold gold team. I I used to pick him up on Hut because like the casuals never knew him, but he yeah. had like a ninety three pickup or a, a poke check, and it was 30. like he was so good at defense on on the video games, and he was cheap, always cheap. It's only like twelve hundred bucks. I'm like, dude, I'm taking this every time. <laughs> no joke. I, I'm going to rattle off the defense on this team. I don't know any of them except for Flasic. I have no idea who these guys are. <laughs> no, Mario Ferraro. Mario Ferraro. Okay. Can you guess I who he's am... related to, DG? Ray. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is Ty... he actually? No, I don't know. <laughs> no. Okay. Ty... Let, let, DG, let DG rattle off. Ty Emerson. No clue. Kyle Burrows, not a clue. John Rutta and Nikita. John Ruda. He was on. He was oh, on he's John, Tampa John guy. Ruda. Yeah. Wasn't he a John Tampa Ruda. guy too? Yeah, yeah. Tampa guy. Yeah, yeah he's Stanley Whatever. Cup champion. I'm incompetent. Whatever. Uh, Nikita Akhotiuk. It's the best I can say. It. I don't know. Never heard of him. And Mario Ferraro was not related to Ray Ferraro. I was fucking around. Can't wait to hear all these guys when we play them and they beat us. Yeah, can't wait <laughs> to hear the uh, Nikita or Curio score a goal. Whatever the fuck. But they have play. Anthony Duclair, who I think is pretty uh, decent. I like him. I, did, I also didn't know Zadina went there too. I guess he's trying uh, to revive yeah. something uh, yeah. there. Two goals, two goals in eleven games, not doing great. I mean, they only got what twelve goals as a team, so it's not terrible. <laughs> it's a good percentage of the team's goals. They have an eighteen percent power. Mike Hoffman, play, Mike Hoffman has zero. I cannot believe he's there. One Alex, point in games. Alex, you said the San Jose Sharks have an eighteen percent power play. Yeah, granted though, they might have like two power plays on the year, but like it's better percentage. It's, it's, double us. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it fucking it's shits on double play. us. <laughs> well, they well, see, six six for thirty three. The benefit to having a bad team is is if you're on the first power play, you don't come off the ice, so they probably have a low chemistry. Instead of the Flyers, where they're always switching it around and stuff, and and one guy could, one group could go in the mar- one minute mark. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, I, hey, sorry, you go. I was gonna say. No, I was you, gonna say. Go <laughs> I was gonna say. Do you guys think that teams in other leagues, like the best team in college or the best team in the AHL, could beat this team? Hershey Bears are yeah, taking them down. Maybe not. The, the maybe not college. I don't know. Maybe like. Maybe I don't know. It's so tough to say. I think Lisa Lindblom's not, not there anymore. Damage. Lisa Oscar's not there anymore. Huh. He's not He's there because he got cut. Us. But yeah. Well, well. 
But yeah, no, quickly going through, I guess they're two main starting goaltenders. They just brought in a third guy that just did terrible too. So <laughs> Capo Kakinen, 876 save percentage, 4.3 goals against. And Mackenzie Blackwood, who many Devils fans years ago come, tried to say he was better than Carter Hart, 879 save percentage, 4.78 goals against average in in Man. eight games played. So it's not just two games, it's eight. And fun fact, we talked about them last week. Those stats for the San Jose Sharks goaltenders are better than the stats for the Edmonton <clears throat> Oilers goaltenders. That's how bad Edmonton has been. Is that a segue? Also, it can be. Also, another name real quick before we segue. Like, Michael Grand lives there, and he used to have some good numbers with Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Like, and I remember they, they traded uh, him for Kevin Fiala. Minnesota traded... Uh, um traded him for Fiala and wow like I, I think people were like chirping it like saying Fiala's not worth it but looks worth it to me Fiala's awesome. yeah, one I'm, of the best I'm starting to uh think about it and they lost their the they lost their last two games 10-1 and 10-2 this is totally sets up for the Flyers to lose this game coming <laughs> 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 and dominate cycling back <laughs> for real anyway. though it's they can't it's gonna be embarrassing if they lose like by a significant amount of goals they're so bad, it's kind of funny. By any amount of goals, we lose in general, it's embarrassing. No, I'm saying embarrassing for the Sharks if they lose this game like 7-2 or something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like 10-1, oh, 10-2, like... no, I think they're safe. All right, <laughs> All right let's move on to another team. Uh, I'd like to talk about the Vancouver Canucks because I think they've surprised a lot of, a lot of people this year, at least so far. Um, they're playing very, very well, I believe. Uh, I think the record's like six, two, and two, something along those lines. Eight, eight, two, and one. Eight, two, and one, even better. Kind of impressive because I kind of thought of the Canucks a little bit like the Flyers in a way, where like they don't they don't have it all together yet. But you know, it, it kind of seems like Rick Tockett has these guys buzzing out there. They're playing really well. Uh, playing Edmonton tonight, I guess the day before be when game. you guys are listening, but. I don't know. What are you guys' thoughts on the Canucks so far this year? I know Patterson tied for the league lead in points 20 with uh, Jack Hughes. Fucking so Quinn Hughes. The they, got Hughes a good mix. they got a good mix of vets with young guys, and I think the young guys are just starting to hit like that age. Maybe not their prime prime, but they're hitting that age where they're starting to really figure out the league a little more. Patterson had kind of a breakout year, like a super breakout year last year. And he's just continuing that. And then you got guys like Quinn Hughes that are continuing to be beasts. Um, they got these like these Russian mutants that came right out of the KHL, like Kuzmenko. Um, yeah, and what was the good. other one? Uh Mikhaev. Uh, Mikhaev. Nah, yeah, he's, he's a KHL guy. But he was at he was at Toronto, but I think there's one other guy, but and then you got the good mix of vets like Tyler Myers is just kind of he, he's kind of the whipping boy, but he's always been solid. You got Ian Cole. I think he won a cup with uh Tampa. Penguins back in the day. Uh, Penguins, so, maybe. Yeah. So Penguins definitely with Tampa. Um this got good mix. And fucking Demko, dude. It's been fucking Demko, solid. yeah. Demko might good. win and, the Vesna. And DeSmith as a backup. All right. It's good, really good backup. All right. We're let's let's take it with a grain. We're we're one eighth of the season in here. DG's a Canucks. Oh, yeah, man, dude. Chill, chill. Oh, he's a the Vesna. <laughs> but no, I agree, Coots, because you initially started the the uh 
that little sonnet of yours with just talking about the young guys. I'm like I said, I'm seeing like the uh the veterans come up right now. It's like the support of like like you said, Tyler Myers, Quinn Hughes, mm. and how about JT Miller too? JT Miller is 16 points oh, yeah. already. Was so, he, is he 30 um, yet? Oh, see. Yeah, 30. Oh yeah, he's 30. Probably. He's gotta be 30. Yeah. Brock yeah. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, no, like it's eight like goals or something like that. He's still 26. Right? I mean, it's less dude. Fucking Quinn Hughes has been That's amazing. Crazy. It's been unbelievable. Yeah, dude, it's crazy that. It's crazy that Besser and Connecting are the same age. It's, it's still twenty, same draft. Twenty, they're like twenty-five and twenty-six. It's and that the, I feel like they've been good. in the league forever. Yeah, yeah. no, like they said, it's been more of I think when teams we see this especially early on, when teams like this like have a surprising start, it's more so that their veterans are now chipping in. Their supporting cast has gotten stronger, right? Yeah. It's not. It's no change at the top, right? Like Quinn Hughes, we expect Elias Pettersson, we expect it, right? But it's now. All right, now they're actually getting the support, and now they're actually getting that production from their second and third lines, which is yep. huge. So that's probably that's like why they're coming to fruition. As you see with another team that we might uh, bring up, you know, if you're not getting the support, it doesn't matter who's your top guys. Who's that team, Coots? Say it out loud. That team, Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, run through it, DG. You mean to run through two, it? Two seven and one, yeah, dude. Run through it. Two seven and one. I mean, they're two seven and one. McDavid is playing atrociously. Their goaltenders <laughs> are brutal. I don't think any of their defensemen know actually how to play on the defensive side of the puck. Pretty much everything that could go wrong for the Edmonton Oilers has gone wrong for them to start the year. And like, I'm I'm over exaggerating a bit here. Like, I'm sure they'll figure it out. I'm pretty sure they started off bad last year. They'll figure it mm. out eventually, but who seven and one is very, very yeah. bad. Like you gotta you gotta put in some work to make up that. Yeah, I mean you saw I think we saw saw McDavid's interview. He said death by a thousand cuts so far. Is this how he would describe the season? Um you can tell like with, with them, it's like you know that they're like you said. You know that they're gonna like figure it out. You know it's gonna come and it's gonna connect. But God, they just didn't solve any. Like it's like Toronto. It's like why don't like get a goaltender? Like do something. <laughs> it's like you have the same issue year after year after year after year after year, and you expect to band aid it. It's like dude, you were one goaltender away, probably from being. I don't know. I think a lot of their games have been close. It's not like they've been blowouts. Like I think a lot of them happen in like horrific fashion. It's like. All right, you could easily be like six three and something, whatever that. However, the math shakes out there. It's like, all right, like that's the biggest difference, and they just refuse to correct whatever they're they're dealing with always, and it's frustrating. I didn't know we were allowed to bring up new topics and then just say take it away, DJ. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to do that because there's nowhere in the script where we have Oilers. Well, we I actually specifically <laughs> mentioned that we talked about them last week and that we shouldn't talk about them this episode, but that's all right. No, that's. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I like, I like throwing it to DG too. DG pivoted well though. I do have to give he's it to him. Just he threw it to me, and I was just like, <laughs> "What? Like, what are you like, talking about?" We, we, I was like, there, "I was like, the Oilers have, are just nowhere." I didn't to have be the record funny. up in front of me because I was looking at the stats of the past team. We were yeah, talking so, about, yeah, but but how did you? you didn't have it in front of him either because he didn't know we were going to talk about it. Yes, DJ was looking up Panarin statistics. You threw him to the Oilers. So if anybody yeah. that's listening doesn't no, know, no, 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 it's not. Sorry. All right. If anybody listening doesn't know, Coots 
straight up just doesn't own a laptop apparently um so i'm gonna give him the i have i have it on my phone here my other phone he's, he's got two, two phones, phones and no laptop, no laptop. <laughs> i mean dude i'm i'm working class i'm for the people of south philly <laughs> sorry, i think sorry, they will, i think they will expect they will appreciate that <laughs> you know, these guys are, i'm dealing with all class. these fancy lads from from you know wherever <laughs> <laughs> we're from like the same place dude let's pivot here let's talk about the new york rangers a little bit i tossed them on here just because i kind of thought their their roster wasn't awesome um and i've been proven wrong they pretty sure they're on top of the metro right now someone wants to fact check me there yeah they're firing on all cylinders where it's to a point where like i don't want to like i really don't want to say it but like they they could win the stanley cup like their team is that well put together and i think the biggest thing is the coaching i think pierre laviolette knows how to churn out a good product at least in the first couple years when he's on a team he's really he's really putting uh pen to paper and this team is just playing really well artemi panarin unbelievable start to the year this dude shaves his head and he just becomes Gretzky, <laughs> apparently um awesome i mean i think fox recently got hurt which sucks i, I don't know if yeah, it was that Aho. bad of an injury yeah with the knee oh, yeah. to Aho. Um, yeah so fox fox heedle and shesterkin are all hurt I think Shesterkin's short term. I think Heedle and Fox is, is long term, long term IR, but I think. Like yeah, Heedle it looked like he blew up his knee. She, um, I had these guys as a cup favorite last year. Like, I, I mean, there's no reason why this team shouldn't go all the way. I mean, I they're they're top to bottom unbelievable. And then you now you got I think that's a great point. You got a good coach now. Really that knows how to win. He knows how to deal with star players. Hopefully he doesn't cut off the drinking. Hopefully he doesn't do Dry Island though. <laughs> uh, dry Island <laughs> ruins the teams. The Devils beat them in the first round last year, right? Yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah. Which that'll be a good matchup. That's why we need one through eight back off topic, but they they shouldn't have met in the first round last year. I don't think. Yeah, I yeah. mean, but like, how about two? Like, you kind of have to look at. All right, they played twelve games. Shesterkin started eight of them. Shesterkin's now hurt. Who are they going to go to? Their backup, Jonathan Quick. Four games played. His save percentage in those four games, 948. Like, of course, as soon as he yeah. fucking touches it's the Metro. It's 2012. He's now, he's, now he's now back to his fucking best in a constant. It's 2012, Quickie. 142 goals against a average. Situation where Small Kane joins them for a playoff run? At the, at the, I think so. No, I mean, I, either it. them or Buffalo, right? Like, as soon as... Like, well, especially now they have, like, they just placed Fox on long-term IR. They got the space. They just want to do like I just don't think Kane anyway. wants to do. That's what I'm saying. I don't think Kane's going to do a one-year deal again. Or again. I don't How much cap do space does Vegas have? Huh. That'd be a good destination for Kane. Ooh, that's not a bad thought. I there. think that's the team I would want to go to if I was Patty. The last cup winner? Yeah, but he doesn't need to chase cups. But... That's true. Why not? <laughs> I would chase cups. Co after. I mean, I, I think more like he's already got three. I think more so. I would, I would want to play in my hometown. They got like, especially Buffalo, right on the seven million in cap. Vegas does. Yeah. Oh, they can afford him. 
They don't even have to pay him seven. Off topic a little bit, but how about Gustafson lighting it up for them? Doing kind of well. The Rangers, yeah. Races. Fucking that's really annoying, isn't it? <laughs> it's so annoying, dude. Chuck Fletcher know, signs hopefully. him and he becomes the worst defenseman in history. And then Man. he goes to another Metro team and is back. back he was responsible for so many goals against, I feel oh like. Oh my god. Him and Yando were so bad. Oh man. Kind of what happens with us. But all right. By the way, uh, they're a good team. Yeah. Let's talk about uh let's talk about a couple of players here to wrap up around the league. We'll start with Austin Matthews, who has three hat tricks in his first eleven games. Is that good? I mean, I think that's pretty good. <laughs> the last time a flyer did that. Never. Probably never. Exactly. <laughs> nah, I can't. Don't think it's ever happened. Nah, I don't either. But I mean, lots of goals. I think last year he really fell off on the goals front. Uh, he scored sixty two years ago, right? And he missed some time too. I mean, he missed like eight games or something. Um, but he was injured a little bit. I think he hurt his shoulder last year. Something like that. Um, yeah, he was. Yeah, he the sixty goal year was the year before year. that. He's well on track to hit over sixty this year if he keeps this up. He has a he has eleven goals and fourteen assists in eleven games played. So a goal per game. This could be the year of Austin Matthews putting up one hundred fifty. Is it me or is it? There are just so many hat tricks so far this season, just league wide. Yeah, yeah Toronto's got one against us. Well, scoring is usually high at the beginning of the year because teams are still fucking figuring it out, and goalies are still figuring it out too so I expect the scoring to be up but there's been a lot of hat tricks yeah other than Austin Matthews we also got Jack Hughes written down here I think between both of them both of them are about to like tear apart the league as long as Jack Hughes isn't out long term uh, with that shoulder or concussion I don't think they've disclosed which one it is it's a good year for American players I was about dude, to say, dude, they need American to fucking figure tight. out the Olympics because it it's looks real good, those but Americans. If they if they can play, dude, the Kachuk brothers, Austin Matthews. Someone listed out the American, like someone tweeted out like, what the American roster would look like, and I can't find Cage it. Cage Thompson. But Quinn Hughes. I mean, top 25. Hughes. Yeah. Top 25, half of them are Americans almost. I mean, not, not bad. The Brinkett. <clears throat> Did you say Eichel? I think you missed Eichel. Eichel, yeah. Eichel? Eichel's, Jeez, so Eichel's so fucking good. No, I think Team USA would smack Canada right now. Uh, uh, I... Don't forget Don't forget who Canada still has. <laughs> yeah. like, <it's... laughs> oh, wait, so I found it. Sorry. So, so Matthew Kachuk, Austin Matthews, Brady Kachuk, Jason Robertson, Jack Hughes, DeBrinket, Kyle Connor, Jack Eichel, Clayton Keller, Gensel, Tage Thompson, Cole Caulfield. And then on defense, Quinn Hughes, Adam Fox, Slavin, McAvoy, Wierenski, Carlson, and then Hellebuck, Ottinger, and Swayman in that. Like, that's a fucking good team. That's, so that's, good. that's a really good team. Jacob Slavin. He's so good at defense. Under- Just solid defenseman. So Probably the most Slavin shot down in the league. Uh, I'd 100% agree with that. I mean, it's also like, Without um fucking what's it called like J T Miller Patrick Kane still but Patrick Patrick Gaudreau, Gaudreau, I didn't too. say Goudreau I didn't say Goudreau 
It's a big one. Zegris. A lot of good teams. Yeah, Zegris isn't that. Yeah, Zegris doesn't good. crack that lineup. Yeah. Yeah, something about Zegris, I don't, I don't like. I, I appreciate his game a little bit, but I don't know. Just he's not he's there yet Anaheim. for me. He's playing. I really, he's yeah, I really thought me. he was better. I'm not but Anaheim's playing kind of good. They did. They just beat uh, Vegas the, the other night, giving them their first regulation loss. I think they're like seven yeah, and three or seven, seven and four right now. Um, they drafted I just want to Leo say, Carlson, right? Yeah. So like he's there. Yeah. And I just want to say my wings are still playing playing good. You know, I like watching the wings play. I love their goal song. Ottawa's kind of struggling. That's kind of my predictions. <laughs> but I was wrong about I was wrong about I think I said Winnipeg would would turn it back around. I don't think they're doing that well. No, they're not. Not too hot. <clears throat> um, all right. Let's get into post game here. Speaking of goal songs, let's talk about the Flyers goal song. We got Eddie Van Halen, Ain't Talking About Love. I believe this was the goal song in the 90s. Am I right there? Oh, that's it was like cool 97, fires. 97 to 06 or something like that. Oh, it was a long time this was their goal song, really? I think it was those Legion, I think, main Legion of Doom years. I think, Broham, I think Broham was 04 because I remember that. Yeah. After, uh. No. That was. I, bro, I no, it young. was. Um. Not bro. It was Kern Craft. It was Kern Craft from like oh, that? like oh four. I remember it was like. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And just like look up the <laughs> look up the goal scored by Simone Gagne in like oh four, okay. like game six. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun, dun. Maybe that's second. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's a good yeah. goal song. I like that. I one. think that, that had to be 04. Yeah, yeah. that was that was hundred percent because I remember because that, that's when I was right really now. like watching that team more than ever. Probably 04. Yeah. 02 to 04 was when I really started getting into hockey and the Flyers. I mean, the no, thing but, I'm looking at says use it. They use it as their goal song from '96 to 06, but that's fine. They they could have switched it up too. Who knows? Oh, so it included the lockout year. Oh. <laughs> anyway, I honestly uh, I don't, don't hear that goal song. Yeah, I, I kind of wish the the players would just pick it. Not, they don't have like, to do ever. They're doing yeah. too much of like. Remember when we were good? Yeah, like right, they no, could no, pick no. any fucking. Song. I mean, I kind of like. I I don't know. I kind of like it. Well, that's what Buffalo does, don't they? Yeah, each player Buffalo does like every player. Picks so did yeah. Washington has done that for a while, and that can get juniors for if there's like a tip or something. You don't know who tipped it in, who saw yeah. the play. We just kind of back juniors. Two. Well, whoever's gets announced the goal scorer from the rest, right? No, you don't want to upset the union fans. They they're very like, oh, dupes ours. I don't. Oh, all right, dude. I don't off, like dude. the idea of everybody having their own goal song. Um. And it's like a stupid reasoning, but it's like, as a team, you should have one goal song for the team when the team scores. All, yeah, all I've asked for is a goal song that like the entire crowd can like bump to, chant to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can like. Hear it I television. always, I always wanted "Living on a Prayer" by Bon Jovi to be that because like good. everyone would sing it, everyone would belt it out. Oh, Borchek yeah. would have fucking loved that shit. Probably that's that's He's a good a one. Big Springsteen guy. Now give it a shot. Sure, he loves Johnny. Bon Jovi too. Johnny's singing a I lot like, this episode. 
I like the individual goal song just because it's like baseball has their walk-up song yeah. and it can kind of get people fired up. Oh, I hope, I hope uh, connect me scores. Cause he has that song. I like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like it'd be cool. I always thought live and let die would be a great goal song. Like the, the like yeah. opera part of it that like when it starts going crazy. Yeah. That part. I always thought that would be such a sick goal song. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, something with sure, the Liberty look. Bell. Come on. Oh, Hell's yeah. Bells. After a goal. Yeah. After a goal, one toll, two goals, two tolls. We need that. Like, why don't we have the Liberty Bell? Go after one, it. it sounds so weird. Dang. That's it. Well, it, well with think the about horn? like when, but think about like after the horn goes, right? And it's like church, you know, like, they tell or the time. Columbus when they just shoot like one cannon. They do two, yeah. two goals. I don't know. No, no, no. I think <laughs> there's a team that does two. Wow, like, that does that. Forth that question. You'll know. I, there's one team that like <laughs> they they count to, to the number of goals they score, and they have like a little bell thing. I, I can't remember what team it does. It. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like the way I'm picturing it is like is, is gritty in his little pavilion area. Like that's still, he's got like, a Liberty Bell. Where you see, he's got like yeah. like the one that they ring before the Sixers games, uh, like uh, where they have those special yeah, guests. So they do it for yeah, the Sixers. Goes, they do it for the fucking Phillies. Obviously, it's in the part of the stadium. They gotta do it for the Flyers. Baby. No, no, I'm talking about like for pregame. I know. The I know. So they, they do it for the Sixers pregame. I know. Yeah. Well, if they started the warm up with Hell's Bells, that would be chills every time. Like their walkout song, or like the walkout before yeah. before the game, the bell yeah. ringing, not the warm up. Dun, dun, dun. I forget what it used to be. Uh, it was like maybe like bold for my Valentine or something. Or they fucking give everyone in the playoffs. They it give was like, everyone in the crowd bells. I never <laughs> cowbells. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good idea. They'll end up on the ice. Yeah, one of them. <laughs> oh, dude, someone's losing an eye. <laughs> yeah, never a good idea to hand out objects. Well, they learned that thrown at a Flyers game. That's why whenever there's a gift now they hand it to you while you're walking out. Yeah, we grew out of it. <laughs> you gotta come pick up your chia pet at the end. Yeah. All right. One last topic. NHL frenzy. I'm not sure if we ever uh talked about this. I think we talked about it like right before uh the day. I think we released an episode and it was yeah. two days later. Mm. Um so now let's discuss what we thought about it because I mean, at least myself, I had a grand old time just sitting there thoughts on watching this. a ton of games. Oh no. I, I just wanted to touch on it quick. We didn't have it on, in our notes, but I just wanted to say how awesome it was. Like, I mean, you watch every team and all the action, literally all the action, like for the casual fan, that's huge. It's so huge. Like for me, I could sit down and watch a whole game, but for like casual fans, hockey doesn't always translate that well on the tv so i think if you're doing this you watch every game it's a tuesday night we could kind of own the tuesday wednesday night kind of schedule i don't really think there's anything else going on the, in the sports world yeah you know anyway yeah. i fucking love it the uh-huh. only thing i wish is it was more like red zone and fucking they didn't talk like they just went into the feed of that team and they only they talked, talked like, a little too much in between they were talking way too much and they like weren't yeah. good like yeah. it wasn't entertaining you can- you're yeah, right. and who's was, was John Bridgegrass? They're kind and, of forcing and, it, and uh, Weeks. Kevin Weeks. Kevin Weeks. Yeah, they were kind of forcing it. You're right. I but, think um, they got better as it went on, but at least early on, it was there, like there was too much right, like guys. dead air. And Dude, they're, they're too. They're a little like too like caricature both of them. <clears throat> I I yeah, want to say something yeah. too. I want to say something too though. 
because ESPN, they have their problems and whatnot with hockey. Like they, they could be better, but just having hockey back on ESPN is huge. I mean, I have my, my relatives, like we had a family party. I had my relatives going up to me and they're like, tell me about this McDavid guy. Tell me like, they actually know <laughs> these are people that don't watch hockey anymore. They're like, tell me about this McDavid guy. And then they're talking about, Oh, that Bedard guy, right. He's 18 and light. And I'm like, yeah, like, I don't know. I think it's really starting to get out to the casual fan again. I think people are really appreciating the game. It seems like the game's kind of on the rise a little more. So that's cool. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I do miss the presentation of like NBC sports of like mm-hmm. just the way they presented the game. It felt so like, uh, it's like, I think maybe it, just because we kind of like half grew up with that a little bit. It's what, also like, classic. No. They're classic hockey guys, yeah. too. You can think of Doc Emmerich, you can think of Eddie Olchek. I know Eddie's, Eddie O's on Best TNT combo. right now, but you know, I do miss I Doc. I wish, I wish ESPN, I feel like I'd enjoy it a lot more if they just brought back uh, Gary Thorne. And I just, Clement. I like, think that's that exactly. like, like Gary Thorne, dude. Man. Like it's oh. so like I just like I like Bucciagross. It's great that he talks about hockey all the time. He's just not a play-by-play guy. He's I not like the TNT. Like, feed I can't get so much it. Like, better. Oh, Who? it's significantly better. Like like the, the without, TNT feed is oh, so much. TNT better. is awesome too. No, They're I love so TNT. Awesome. No, cute. So I was saying how I don't like Bucciagross as like a play-by-play guy. Like it's good they have Kenny Albert like do do some games too, but he's also he does both. I think I think he does TNT and TNT. Um, yeah, TNT is also really growing the game too. They're doing a great job getting little characters in there, getting some personality. And like guys TNT like Charles Barkley so talking about us. And then who's the guy, the punter, um, McAfee? Pat, Pat McAfee. Mc- Dude, if you watch, if you McAfee. watch, like, I don't McAfee, really watch him. I do every day. And the way, like, he'll spend like maybe like 15, 20, 30 and minutes. And do it like a why hockey's cool, like, segment or something. Yeah, like why hockey's cool. Bro, I think I mean, like, that's he actually. Too. He actually like yeah. knows his shit. Like he's a big Penguins fan, but like we yeah. just had Bettman on, which was like yeah, I saw that. insanely huge. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's and they big. they brought they brought some hard hitting questions too. It's very yeah. Like, how many shows have you fucking Bettman on? That's a guest. <laughs> Zero. What what is that? I don't even know. Is that a, more of a podcast or does he have his own yeah. network? Like on a network? Okay. Uh, I think so it was originally just, just a podcast. Yeah, and he just got he, so he's on ESPN too. So that's great. He's talking about hockey instead of the people like casually like chirping hockey while on ESPN. Like, like he actually yeah, Stephen A. Smith about... like in first take, like he makes fun of. Oh hockey. man, no, he just says he doesn't talk that, about but... it. He's like the only thing I know about hockey is the puck is black. That's what he always says. <laughs> uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah imagine, imagine, imagine your network paid millions upon millions of dollars to have the NHL back. And, like, and that's what dude, you they had, and your they main, your main character on, says that on first take last year, where they were like, "Who's the next New York team most likely to win a championship?" And the guy said that one of the guys said the Rangers, and they were like, "No, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. You got to pick like out of the 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 actual New York team. Like, hockey pisses doesn't me count." Off, so. Yeah. That pisses me off. Oh, and the Rangers are going to win the cup next if we're talking about cups. They're still my favorite. <laughs> Most likely. I don't think so. <clears throat> Most likely they they term. Do they count Devils as a New York team? No. I mean, it's, all, it's right there. New Jersey. It's right. But, but I know. Like the, right yeah, no, but like the, the Giants, Giants play in New Jersey, but I guess there's no New Jersey football team. So. I, think it's uh, I hate the Devils. Team, dude. I like the Devils more than the Rangers. I can't stand the Rangers. Same. Yeah, I can't stand um, them. I mean, the I devil, want the Rangers I mean, to never have success again. I mean, Flyers won the cup, right there with the Devils. A few of those years, I don't. The Rangers, honestly, historically, have not been a problem. That's for, true. Like, 
in ma- in major games. It's been the Devils that have been giving us the both the most hell. No pun yeah, intended. Scott Stevens hit on yeah. Lindros. Scott <laughs> yeah, Brodor, Brodor until like twenty eighteen was just killing us. We we beat him. What like, do you mean? No, oh uh, no, yeah, in twenty twenty. Dude, I remember like uh, we oh, beat him in twenty eleven. It's no, they beat us did. when we beat Pittsburgh in 2012. They beat us in the second round. We yeah. were expected to go because we beat Crosby, and that was the big like Drew versus Crosby, like Drew's breaking yeah. out party. And they beat us, in but before that, too. 2010, we beat them on our way to the Cup final. 2010, yeah, that was crazy. But... Yoni and Lapierre got hit in the face. Carcillo overtime. overtime. Oh, yeah. so sick. <laughs> Reminiscing about good times. Some, some good times. Yeah. Sigh. GTs, GTs. Oh, they're over. They'll <laughs> good time. Good times will come, Johnny. They will come. I see them in our future. I agree. But that that's gonna wrap up this episode of Time My Skates. Please like, comment, and follow on Twitter and Instagram at Time My Skates Pod, and listen anywhere you get your podcast. Please rate and review on Apple and Spotify. I'm Z for DG Johnny Coots and Alex. We'll see you guys next time. Yeah.